Are you ready to pod with me? Ready. On this episode, she practices employment law. Right now, that's what's going on in our country, unemployment. Get ready, because the pod starts now. Reach out to someone like me. Look at this irritating person that you're like, how is she so positive? What do you say to those people that are two hours or three hours in line to get some food? There's an old saying that if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Ready. Let's go. Roll sound. I'm here with Tyra Fiance. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Welcome to the pod. Thank you. Here quarantine like all of us trying to get through this horrible mess. What do you think about all this going on? Um, well, I think everyone likes to say that it's unprecedented, but uh it's not. We've had disasters multiple times. This is just a different kind of disaster, but we've lived through Irma most recently. We lived through Hurricane Katrina. We've lived through SARS. We've lived through number numerous other uh pandemics and natural disasters. And this is just um a little bit different flavor. So to me, I find it more helpful to sort of remind ourselves that we've been through similar in the past and there are some great benefits. Um that we have that we didn't have like during irma a lot of people didn't have electricity for running water um they had uh other problems open roofs they had no food gas you couldn't get it and so to me i think uh what we're going through affects employment law which is what i do but in many ways um the situation we're facing is not as bad uh as some people make it out to be and so long as we focus on flattening the curve um, we should be able to return to a new normal soon. Hopefully so. Hopefully so. And that's a great way of looking at it, Tara. You're the first person I speak to that looks at it in such a positive light. <laughs> <laughs> unemployment, right? What a, what a moment to be employment laws. Most people just say I'm on unemployment as one word, but really it's UI or unemployment insurance. So in most states, if you are an employee and not a 1099, which we'll talk about in a little bit, you pay as well as your employer into a fund. You pay into an insurance policy. That's why it's called unemployment insurance. When you get your check every two weeks or every month or how often you receive it. And so during this time, people throughout the United States have filed since the beginning of the pandemic for insurance claims benefits. And that's exactly what it is. So I wish it was more exciting, but it is in fact insurance. What's happening now is that the federal government has actually chipped in. Normally unemployment insurance is handled by the individual state. In Florida, it's the Department of Economic Opportunity. Um, and so here the federal government, which normally doesn't have much to do with unemployment insurance, has stepped in and added uh, $600 per week to the maximum benefit that you could receive. So in the state of Florida, yeah, the max benefit is about $275 per week, meaning that an individual who is receiving unemployment um, insurance benefits could receive up to $875 per week, which is really doable. And sometimes people call me and I do free consultations right now, especially in between jobs and helping people is, is I'll hear people very angry, upset, screaming, and kind of like a relationship Everything that's ever went wrong, they want to tell me about it. And, you know, I think someone said, oh, well, you don't understand what it's like, um, which is not true. Because at the start of this pandemic, my firm, whom I absolutely adored, had to lay me off along with a couple of other attorneys. 
And when that happened, the first thing I focused on were my clients. I actually went ahead and set up a whole new firm so that there would be no interruption um, of the services that I provide. And my clients did not need to worry whether I'm employed or not, that I'm going to be providing high level and the best legal services that they could ask for. So, you know, with that attitude, I found a job within about, I don't know, a week, week and a half. You see? Yeah, exactly. Which is kind of tough to pull off right now. Most places were um, on hiring freezes, even those that I had applied to. But with a positive attitude and focusing on what it is that you can do, you're more likely to actually do something. I mean, if all I did was sit in the gym and say, well, I've got asthma. Here's my heavy breathing. You know, <laughs> I can't run. I can't use the treadmill for running. I, you know, have arthritis. I can't do that. I'm older. I can't do this. I can't. Well, I'm just going to sit in the gym and do nothing. And then eventually I'm going to want to leave. But if I walk into the gym and say, okay, I have asthma, but you know what? The treadmill is better for walking than it is for running. It's not so hard on my joints. So I'm going to do that. And there's an elliptical. I can do that. And look, there's smaller weights because I'm in an apartment gym. So I don't have these massive free weights and I can lift those weights and I can enjoy myself. I can pick the music that I'm listening to. I can decide what time that I go. And that pivot of thinking about what is it that I can do is tremendous. So, I mean, I can talk to you about things that people can do to improve their situation um, by maintaining positive goals and thinking about, well, what were all the excuses I had um, for things that I wanted to get done that I didn't when I was working? I mean, how many people said, oh, well, I'd love to learn Spanish, but I don't have time. Well, exactly. how about now? If you find that during COVID-19 quarantine, you're still unable to do those things, then maybe you need to ask yourself, gosh, you know, it wasn't my job. It wasn't the constraints of time. It's something else that's preventing me from moving ahead in my life. And believe it or not, that step of just accepting, maybe I don't want those things, I'm just saying it. Or, you know, maybe I'm depressed and I need to go see a therapist or my spiritual guidance leader. Whatever it happens to be, that first step of realizing, wow, all these excuses really weren't the reasons, that can be helpful in actually creating that growth. So even if you don't learn Spanish, maybe just saying to yourself, I really don't want to. I'm just saying that. And then finding what you really like can help you to get to a place where as an employee, as, as a candidate, you're someone that an employer would want to hire. Exactly. And I think first people need to get through the shock of the quarantine because there's a lot of people that, you know, they're, they're just going through it because they can't go anywhere. And it's a little bit of a shock as far as your life has totally changed <laughs> in a matter of, of, you know, hours. I harassed somebody by email questioning why they hadn't made a payment to my client uh, and being really hardcore. You know, my client was saying, gosh, you know, maybe just give them a day. And I was like, they need to pay today. <laughs> and then I emailed and she's like, um, isn't the payment due tomorrow? And I was like, oh, well, make make sure you don't forget. <laughs> and I apologize. I was like, I, I don't know what day it is. So, I mean, I, I'd like to demystify that as well. Of course you can go out. I go out at least several times a week uh, for a four or five mile, very brisk walk that I track on Strava. I am on Strava to see my friends working out. If I really cared to, I could stand three feet apart from someone else and walk 
side by side. Actually, the virus is very difficult to spread side by side. It'd be worse to be behind somebody downwind um, in spreading the virus. I could go to a Starbucks and sit three to six or stand at a park. Restaurants are open. There's a $4 taco deal on Tuesdays at the Pilos Tacos on my street. I mean, two tacos for $4 and it's good beef. That's I, don't, I mean, I don't need anybody with that. That's pretty much my life right there. But, you know, you can still see people. Um, there are support groups. There's AA has been doing Zoom meetings. NA has been doing Zoom meetings. Support groups are doing Zoom meetings. And those meetings are free. In fact, instead of, again, talking about what you can't do, you know, let's say you're a person who's recovered from addiction. It's a challenging time. You know, you can go and sit in on a Los Angeles AA meeting and meet people you never would have met before. You can create fellowship with people in ways you never would have thought. And how about instead of just using Facebook to see who got fat since high school, maybe actually FaceTime them, message them, talk to them. I mean, I think the idea that I can't do things is wrong. I actually have time and sitting on my desk right now are packs of thank you cards and notes and a book of stamps because I can now send out all of these great notes to people. Yeah, anybody can send an email. That's nice. You know, depending on how it's written, I might not know if you actually wrote that or that's some sort of tickler that got sent out automatically. But there's no tickler with my bad doctor handwriting, for sure. <laughs> there's, there's none of that. I had to look you up and get your address and put a stamp on it and mail it. I mean, now is the time to look at the things you said I can't do, right? What were all of the goals that you had that you said you couldn't do while we were working and doing everything? And why can't you do it now? Exactly. What's the excuse now? Because let's be real. People were sitting on their couches watching Netflix. Netflix and chill was a thing way before the quarantine. So now all of a sudden you have a problem sitting your butt at home. No, you don't. You didn't before. You just don't like not being able to do something because someone told you. And so how about instead of thinking, oh, I have to stay at home, I get to stay at home, right? I get to enjoy amazing Miami weather. People will stay for years to fly here and have their vacation where I live every day. Mm -hmm. I'm going to complain about that. Listen, yep. if you're in Nebraska, don't nobody want to save up for years to go to Nebraska and spend their winter there. They're just not. Not unless you're a huge college football fan. But people legitimately vacation where I live. And I get to enjoy this. And Tara, what do you say to those people that don't have that luxury and are two hours or three hours in line to get some food? Well, first of all, I'm just going to go ahead and air some grievances about this part of the nation. You need to go ahead and get up early, right? Because I do not have that problem. And I can tell you how to avoid that, particularly if you are unemployed. You just need to focus your attention and be goal-oriented. So as an example, I went to Trader Joe's Monday, and I went to Winn-Dixie today. Um, at Trader Joe's, I was there a half an hour before they opened. Everyone was three to six feet apart covered with a mask. They had taken away the reusable bags and the, and the, you know, just the being as cautious as they could be. The staff from Trader Joe's was walking around and handing out cold bottles of water. Hey, just get up early. And when you get in, it's not completely empty. 
because that particular grocery store stocks every single day. They have just-in-time inventory. So in fact, I wanted for nothing. I got everything that I wanted and I was in and out, no more than 15 customers at a time. Now, when I went to the Winn-Dixie, I was prepared. I had my mask. I knew what I wanted. I was organized. I was there in the morning. I got in, I got out. So by the time noon had hit, I'd had um, two doctor's appointments. I had gone grocery shopping, filled up my tank, walked my dogs, made cinnamon rolls and washed the car, right? Well, it was like not even noon, 1030. Mm -hmm. So if you are goal oriented in your life, not just at work, but in your life, these things are not such a big deal. It's a failure to plan. And, and I hate to bring it back to that, but there's an old saying that if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Yeah. You need to start of the month. Like how much money do I have? Right. If you are on unemployment benefits, that's 875 a week. Okay. Are you still looking for work? Are you still getting out there? You may be able to find work. You may be able to make more than 875 a week. Right. What are you doing in that time? And when you're looking at how much money you currently have and you will have, have you adjusted your budget? Yeah. Right. Um, and what is it that you need to do? Right. Less trips to the grocery store, less trips to the gas station, the 7-Eleven typically means you're spending less money because this is what happens. It's just what you're saying. They're waiting in line. Oh, forget it. I don't want to be in line for an hour. Fine. So you go home. Now you're hungry and those $4 tacos are not $4. It's Friday, not Tuesday. And you've spent way more money than you would have. Now, more than ever, both individuals and businesses need to be austere with their purchases, with their budgets, and they need to plan, really plan for success, right? Let's say you are an administrative assistant and you've been laid off or furloughed. The first thing I'm gonna do is look at my budget, right? Because you're CEO of yourself. You should be, right? You mm -hmm. should be CEO of yourself. This is how I'm gonna survive on the money that I have. It's not a question of if, it's a question of how. And people with that mentality tend to do better. And by the way, those are the people that employers want to hire, right? Yep. Who wants someone to have to give somebody all the answers? You want someone who knows how to get it done. So now you're going to look and say, when's the last time I took an Excel class? I took a Word class. I learned how to use Zoom meetings. You sign up. Most of these classes are free right now. You learn how to improve your skills. You go on to LinkedIn and you add those skills. Constantly, all of the time, you update to draw more attention to yourself. You change the way that you look at job searching. You think it sucks? I agree. So think about how to fix it. And if you don't know how, go and talk to someone. Right? I mean, I, I told someone the other day, why don't you just pick up the phone and call your buddy that works at XYZ Place and say, hey, I got laid off. I'm looking for a job. I noticed you work here. Can you give me some information? Can you tell me what you think? I knew someone who did that. and. By the time those two buddies got done catching up, the person working there was like, I have to get off the phone now. You're amazing. I really want to get you in here. I'm going to go talk to the boss. That's what happens when you pivot and you change your way of thinking. People who are winners who don't want to play victim, they turn around and they pivot. They learn how to make the situation work for themselves. right? And so think about all of the positive things you can do. If you've ever wanted to travel, if you've ever wanted to practice a language, go on meetup, find groups that are doing things you're interested in, right? Let's say you can't go out and bike, so you've got a stand, you're biking on that stand. Strava, there are other programs that allow you to do the Tour de France if you want to. 
yeah, that will allow you to pass, you couldn't. Yeah. There's a lot of tools out there. But what about those people that, that have families and, and, and are struggling and or someone's ill in the family and they're, they're focused on what they need to do immediately and they, they don't have a cent, they don't have a penny. That's why they have to spend those hours online to get food for the family. And, you know, not everybody has the, that ambition or that drive and, and some are a little bit lost. What do you say to those people? So I think for those people, one of the first things to understand is if you're a crazy dog lady like me, who's just insanely energetic, literally I'm like this all the time until 11 and then I just pass out, reach out to someone like me. Look at this irritating person that you're like, how is she so positive, right? What's different about her? And say, hey, I'm struggling. Is there something you can do to help me get to a place where I'm a little bit closer to your mindset, your your peace of mind? Because for most people that are positive, that want to help, once that call comes through, we're more than happy to step in and lift you up. And I think it's important to focus on relationships right now. It could be the relationships within the four walls of your home, making sure you're not seeing a divorce attorney immediately afterwards, focusing on if you do have somebody sick in the home, right? We don't know what this sickness will will do. And isn't this the time to show your family and your friends how much you love them? Yeah. Isn't this the time to cherish that? And so it is irritating if you've got kids in the house and they're cooped up and, it, you know, what are you just walking them like dogs? I get it. I'm not oblivious to that. So there are ways to mitigate that. You may have to say to your partner, Hey, would you please watch the kids? I need an hour to meditate or I need an hour to go smoke a cigarette in the hallway and or the breezeway and talk to my girlfriend and switch off. I think focusing on balance in whatever balance means. I mean, for somebody who's broke that made minimum wage, all of this crap I'm talking about sounds like crap. Like, oh, okay, you live in a fancy condo in Brickell. You don't understand. This is true. Some of the things I'm talking about do apply to those professional folks that have a lot of advantages. But I too started off as a minimum wage employee. I too started off taking the bus. I too completed high school at night. And I do understand that struggle. And one of the things that I can tell you is that focusing on relationships, because at the end of the day, we're a human race, that will be what tends to lead to the best success. Those people who do very well in their lives, rarely do you see people who have not had positive relationships and not focused on appreciating, loving, and being compassionate to those people around them. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah. You know, if you don't have that, but you're positive and you, you know, maybe you walk by and you're creative and you say, Hey, I see that you're, you know, you you, at the Sedanos, for example, where they needed more people. I see that um, you guys are, you know, working more than ever. Are you looking for even part-time work? right? Mm -hmm. Maybe you pivot and say, okay, I don't really want to do it. I'm proud, but I might want to go ahead and drive for Uber Eats right now. Mm -hmm. Um, Of course, if you've maintained relationships, you'll find that that people will want to select you as their delivery person. You'll find that if you go and speak to restaurants that are not doing Uber Eats, hey, are you looking for someone who can do deliveries for you? If you maintain positive relationships and you make people want to hear from you and be around you, you're going to attract that positivity. But if just imagine you come up to your store owner on the corner and say, oh, it's miserable. I hate it. Woe is me. 
this is awful. And that, you know, store owner looks at you and says, gosh, I feel so bad for you. That's it. If you come in and you say, hey, wow, you guys are doing great. I, I wish I could buy more, but, you know, I'm unemployed right now. And, hey, by the way, I, I really like the team here. I've always enjoyed coming in here. If you guys ever need even part-time an extra set of hands, here's my number. Give me a call. Who's going to be the person that ends up with that opportunity? That's correct. It's all about your energy and how people see you. Tara, where are you from? I am originally from nowhere. I'm an Air Force brat. My dad lived all over the United States in Japan. But the longest place that I've lived where I would call my hometown is San Francisco. And what's your background? My mother is from Taiwan and my dad is Irish Italian. Who would be the person to come to you? Who would go to you? So right now, as I mentioned earlier, I do employment law. So some of that stuff is not really employment law. It's more just sort of tangential how to make yourself more attractive as an employee. But I'm going to switch gears and talk a little bit about who I primarily assist, which would be employers. Okay. So this is typically going to be people who are applying for one of these small business loans or the payroll protection. These are businesses that maybe they've already done the math or they need someone like me to help them figure out how to prioritize that either did or did not have a business continuity plan in place that need to make hard decisions. There's job sharing, there's furloughing, there's layoffs, there's sometimes just completely shuttering the business. There's any number of things that um, employers are looking at doing right now, and that's really where I step in. Because the laws have changed very quickly as a result and in direct response to the COVID-19 situation. Right now, what's happening is there's extra time off that you have to give, depending upon the size of the company, um, for short-term sick leave, short-term leave to take care of children who are not in school. There's expansion of Family Medical Leave Act. Um, and just to make things even more dicey, all of the existing laws that relate to discrimination or retaliation continue to apply. Just because a company is doing layoffs doesn't mean they can lay off, you know, the people they don't like because they've complained about racial harassment or sexual harassment, if that makes sense. Yeah. Just because multiple people are being terminated and the trigger's a little bit different doesn't change the analysis of who was selected for that layoff or furlough. And in essence, anything that was a result in, in loss of money, loss of wages. So um, my primary clients are those employers that need help navigating through the system. One, figuring out what their options are. Two, figuring out what options are best for them at different times. And then three, ensuring that all the decisions they make are informed and avoid violating any federal or state laws that already exist in addition to the new ones that just came out. So it's it's a little bit of a tangled web right now, um, but for any business that is contemplating drastic measures, more than cutting a little bit of hours, I strongly recommend they at least consult with an employment attorney, if not retain one to assist them through their processes. Got it, and where, how can they reach you? Well, they can um, email me at T-A-R-A-F-A-E-N-Z-A at gmail.com. Or they can call me at 786-376-2272. And you've given so much great advice. Any last words of wisdom to everybody out there going through a tough time? For the employee, 
try to remember that this isn't your fault. This is a lot different than being fired because you did something wrong. Even if the employer told you that was the reason, probably has more to do with COVID-19. Try to make sure that you focus on your support team, um, the group of people, your quarantine that make you happy and bring yourself to another level. If you got laid off from your employer, make yourself more attractive so that when the economy reopens, maybe that old employer can't afford you anymore because in fact, you're more skilled than before. And then secondly, when it comes to employers, please try to remember that just because your employees are not working, um, that they're furloughed or that they've been separated and we're going through a crisis, that does not mean that there aren't people looking, scrutinizing and criticizing the way that you've engaged in your employment practices. Everything will not come out with the wash uh, if you don't make your decisions in an informed manner to ensure that they comply with all federal and state laws. Please ensure that you have a disaster recovery or business continuity plan in place after this, because for both employees and employers, you should have money saved, you should have reserves, and you should plan for disasters. Because I can't tell you what the next one will be called, but you're gonna hear again that it's unprecedented. It's not. But we know that these things happen and that life is unpredictable. So when you come out of this, save your money, focus on your long-term goals and plan so that you don't find yourself in this situation again for those really suffering. Oh, that's wonderful advice. Thank you so much, Tara, for being on the pod. And uh, one more thing. Don't, don't fall, fall off the, the pod. pod. It's a wrap. Ah, I hope you've enjoyed this episode, but hmm, did you know that we have our very own app? You can go to your app store now and download Pod With Me. And don't forget to visit us on social media. This is Alex J. Aguiar, and until next time, don't fall off the pod. Ready.